Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio on December 15th, 2022. And some of you know I live in Maine, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We're expecting 5 to 10 inches of snow tomorrow. Okay, that'll be Friday, December 16th. So I'm glad this show is the 15th. All right, and we got a great show. Old friend, Dr. Lori Kerner is here. Lori, Lori is an assistant superintendent of, of, of actually human resources and elementary education, okay, at a school district on uh, Long Island and uh, out, out, out on the island. And uh, she's great to have here. She's done a number of shows with us. She's a published author. And today we're going to talk about uh, her thoughts on establishing a culture of care to increase student outcomes and shifting the culture, and I might add to increase, she's in charge of uh, human resources over there, to increase teacher retention, which is a big problem right now. School culture has to reflect all of that. So we're going to have a wonderful conversation with Dr. Kerner, who I just learned, I didn't know this about Lori all these years, was a, a adjunct professor of special education, special ed. So she's going to heaven. Okay, at several universities in New York. I love having Lori here. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. That's where everything we do is, our magazine on equity and access. And, Lori, you're welcome to write an article for us. Okay, um, uh, equity and access is over there at ace-ed.org, seltoday.org, teacher-retention.com is over there. All the podcasts are there. Everything's linked and our magazine, okay, which we're so proud of, the new issue, just click on the cover and enjoy it. Everything's at ace-ed.org. And let's see if Lori will take me up to uh, write an article for us. You want to write an article for us, Lori? Sure, I'd love to. Thanks, Do Lori. It. Do it. You're always <laughs> welcome. Are you kidding me? How you doing, Lori? Enjoy I love you. a new project. I'm doing well, Larry. How are you? <laughs> there's never... There's, you fill up the hours in your day. You are so good. I love that. Thank so you. Busy. Thank you know, it's, it's and I didn't know you were a special ed person. Uh, oh, teacher. yeah. Well, I, I taught general education for 26 years, elementary. But um, I do have the special ed degree, and it's, it's such an important part yeah, of everything that. that we do. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I taught that at the college level for about a decade, about a decade. I know you did. And now you're now you're superintending, okay, <laughs> out there a long time. <laughs> Okay. And whatever I, I, that I could, means, I, right? Yeah, whatever the hell that means. And I looked up um, your teacher, your human resources. You're in charge. So, so human resources and elementary right. education, daily operations, essentially, right? You know, they got the right person. Tell me what's going on with human resources because we are. I, I, I just want to start here. We're real concerned about teacher retention. You know, the pipeline is getting smaller and smaller of new teachers. The baby boomer teachers are retiring. Everybody's, you know, you know what's going on out there. How are we doing where you are? Yeah, you know, I think across, you know, the nation probably, yeah. people are tired. I think the, the pandemic, yeah. uh, you know, did, did, did a number. Um, but what I can tell you is that, you know, our people continue to be passionate and dedicated and, you know, right. to, to do what's best for kids. So, um, but we have to take care of them. We have to take yes. care of our people so that they can right. take care of the children. That's exactly right. And if the children are well taken care of, I have to just say this, the teachers are, the, if the kids are well taken care of and engaged, okay, and that's a, that's a district-wide situation to make that happen, okay? In that case, the teachers will be so much happier teaching mm-hmm. engaged, happy kids. And Absolutely. They'll, they'll They'll say it's a, you know it's 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 all the same tent. 
and we got to make sure everybody under it is doing okay. Okay, and on on this note, and I I think you wanted to talk today more about, and take it any way you want, but I think you wanted to talk about faculty, well, faculty-student relationships, okay, in this culture of care, and probably student-student as well. Just talk about how you want to define what you want to talk about. Yeah, thank you, Larry. And, you know, I'll talk about anything. I'll talk about anything, but, but, but this, this is like very Lori, important. Lori, I love having you on. Be my guest, however you want to say. Go thank ahead. You. We'll go from there. No, this, yeah. this is a serious topic, and, and it's, it's a very important topic, and, and I believe it should be at the forefront of, of everyone's, um, you, know, you know, vision right now. Um, in that we, we need to create a culture of care in schools. Um, so what does that mean? That means taking care of the, the, the people that we serve, right, so that they can take care of the children that they serve. So I, I think yeah. it's all-encompassing, yeah. uh, teachers, faculty, staff, students, families, um, and, and ourselves. So self-care is a, is a big part of this. So, you know, so what does that look like? Um, it looks like yeah. checking in uh, on a daily basis with, with – uh, with our team, um, getting to know them, getting to know their 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 family situations, their personal stories, um, and making sure that we are offering them the time that they need uh, to take good care of themselves. You know, you know what you just said echoes, and you know this, okay? Exactly what people are always saying here on the podcast, and basically what I read about a teacher's relationship with the students, okay? Get to know the kids, get to know their family situation, give them the time they need. And when you're saying, of course, you believe that for the kids, but you're saying, and I think this is sometimes overlooked, we need to do the same things for the people we work with, i.e. you as a superintendent, okay? Uh, and, and they as the teachers, the faculty, and staff, okay? And I, I, sometimes we overlook that. And how do you go about doing that, Lori? How do you do yeah, that? it's a great it's a great question. Well, first of all, we know that kids don't learn from people they don't like. Rita Pearson said that. Yeah. If you haven't seen her TED talk, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, so so kids tend to like people more when they're happy and when they're pleasant and when they are motivated and inspired and and passionate, right? So so how so how do you do that? It's the way that we speak to each other. It's the way mm-hmm. that we greet each other every day. You know, a, a smile goes a really long way. A pleasant comment can really make someone's day. Um, same with the children. You know, we greet them at the door. Uh, when they're late, we thank them for, for showing up. It makes a difference. It's, it's a shift in culture. Um, it is. Because, you know, obviously, Larry, if a child's late to school, there's a reason behind that behavior. Yes. There's a reason behind every behavior. So, you know, instead of saying, why are you late, which may even be out of the child's control, we say, so happy to see you. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, you get, it, it, makes, it makes a difference. It, 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 does, it does make a difference. And, and when you say it makes a difference, okay, and I'm, I'm asking this to be funny, what difference do you see? Okay, it makes a difference. But what what is that difference that you see? Listen, we know childhood anxiety and depression continue to rise. We know that even adults, yeah. uh, you know, their emotional well-being it has generally overall has changed. The research shows it. Um, so what difference does it make? 
if a child is, is coming late to school with a with a an invisible heavy backpack, right, on their on their shoulders there mm. and, and they know that their teacher is going to welcome them and greet them, it lessens the anxiety of being late. And and the same thing goes and so they and so they show up mm. instead of staying home. Yeah. And the same yeah. thing goes for our, our team, our point. employees, right? That's a good if, point. If somebody calls and says, Lori, I'm running late today. Okay, drive safely. Yeah, as opposed to why the hell are you late? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because you leave so. on time? And, you know, actually, that's a very good point, okay? Because, again, it's so obvious, but it's a very good one. You know, you used to get yelled at for being late. I remember my grandmother, who's long, long gone, Okay, when she was young, she worked at a department store, and she was late. The guy would say to her, and I didn't understand this, what she said to me because I was a little kid. She said, he guy would be mean, and he'd say, what do you do, have fish for breakfast? Oh. Now that, what, do you know what that meant? That meant that she was picking the fish off the bones. Oh. Okay, and that's why she was late. Okay, I didn't understand what he was asking, but that was the cliche way, way back when. Okay. okay. And, and. You know, it was harsh, and she had a bad memory mm-hmm. of this of this job and working because working conditions back in nineteen twenty or whatever it was were were harsh. Okay. Yeah, we don't want children to have bad memories. Exactly. Family. You know, right. and I'll tell you something, Lord. There's an interesting thing going on. You know, a lot of school districts have, and I'm sure you guys probably do too. Have grow your own, where you want kids to come back and teach at the school. Yeah. Okay, yes. and which 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 works well, but uh, you know we are very short of black and brown teachers. All right, mm-hmm. and I always say one of the reasons for that, okay, and one of the reasons for this whole teacher shortage is that kids didn't necessarily have a great time in their twelve years of school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, if you don't have a good time at a place, mm-hmm. you're not going to go back there to work. Nobody wants to work at a place they didn't like. Okay. Exactly. The more exactly. the more people, and to follow through with what you're saying, when you're good to your people and to your kids, okay, the response is that I like this place. Mm-hmm. And when all said and done, the cycle that they maybe come back here to work. Okay, you're not going to get everybody, quite obviously, but you'll get more than you did before. Okay, because yes. it's a nice Absolutely. place to work. Well, you know? Listen, when we when we have our new professionals institute, one of the first questions yeah. I ask our stu our new uh, faculty and staff members is, sure. you know, why are you here? Yeah. Why, why are you back in school? Why do you want to stay in school forever? Um, and the answer is always they can recognize a teacher or many teachers that inspired them or, you know, uh, motivated them and, and, and that, that made school look like a wonderful, wonderful or, or yeah. feel like a wonderful place to be. I, I have my memories of my teachers who, you know, I, wow, I want to do this. I want, I want to do this. Um, and, and here I am 34 years later still doing it, right? So we are. do want that for, for, our, um, for our students. And you wanted me to ask you this question, so I'm going to ask it to you. You might have already explained it, but I'm going to ask you, okay, because you wanted me to. What is your – you asked me to say that. What is your philosophy and mantra on mantra, mantra, mantra on all this, okay? <laughs> did I what would it be? <laughs> you did. You wrote that things. down. I think you've already explained it, but I'm going okay. to ask you because you may have like some, like, like some great cliche to tell us. 
Uh, okay, ooh, so go ahead. Uh, go for it, Laura. Ooh, uh, what is your philosophy, Laura? Question. What is your philosophy, your mantra? Go yes. ahead. You asked me to I, ask it. Now you have to answer. I, I, now I have to think about it. I um, yes. My my mantra on on a serious note is that you know it, it's all about relationships. It's all yes. about relationships. Yes. We cannot ooh. we cannot um we we can't move the needle. We can't do anything without building trusting relationships with each other, yeah. with our students, with our families. So so how do you do that? You know, you follow up and follow through. If you if you say you're going to do something, you must follow through. Say what you mean, mean what you say. It's it's pretty easy, you know, to be open, transparent, um and 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 trustworthy. Build those relationships. That's that's at the core of everything um that, that I do and that that we do as a team. Exactly. So how do you impress upon your teachers, your faculty, if I may, mm-hmm. to do to do this? Okay, and I know you do it by example. Okay, right. but how else? Mm-hmm. How well? I mean, obviously you do, and I know you well enough to know that you 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 do Thank do you. that. But you Thank you. But but how do you impress it upon them? to do that and if somebody's not doing it and there's always outliers okay mm-hmm. it's good most teachers are very good i have to say this some stink okay mm-hmm. but they have tenure okay mm-hmm. what can i tell you everybody all right some do some don't how do you handle that yeah i, I think you, you make an important point obviously lead by example um you, we have to be role models for for ourselves for our uh, team members for our students for our families um and but you can't you can't tell people to to be kind or to be passionate or to be we have to we have to get to know um the the people that we serve and and find out what makes them tick and and then yeah, from there we we, we need to make them feel valued when people feel valued everything changes have you ever not felt valued uh larry and how did that affect of course you? Oh, right. well, it's, it's, it's terrible it's ridiculous it, it, professional yeah, it's development terrible. Professional development based on what they feel they need is key. You know, that's a very interesting point. I'll tell you, we we have our website, which is called teacher-retention.com. We're trying to do Mm -hmm. everything we can to make sure that we don't lose any more great teachers. And one of the ways we position that website is good professional development. Mm -hmm. It's just what you just said. We Mm -hmm. have to stay on top of this. Okay, and not just, you know, one-off professional development, all that, but really good, solid professional development. Because the more, because the, the, kids, have, the kids have changed, okay? Education yeah. has changed. It's yeah. not going to be like it was, okay? Well, it's you, never going to go back to that, okay? You said a couple never, of things. Never, yeah, You're right. We, yeah. But we have to be forward-thinking. We can't. The, exactly. I just, I just, I just exactly. something this morning. We can't keep doing things the same way we always exactly. have. Exactly. And expect improved outcomes or different exactly. outcomes, right? So, and the best professional development, in my opinion, is usually down the hall. So we have Speak. our say, say more. Talk about that. Talk yeah, about we that. we have um, some of our teachers have become very invested, and I believe that it will take off like wildfire in the pineapple challenge. So, for example, if a teacher has a pineapple on her door, that means come on in. And, and have a look no. at what's going on in my classroom. And no. it, really, it really inspires the group to, to learn with and from each other without judgment. Why a pineapple? A pineapple is a sign of, um, 
there's, there's research on this. There's an article on this too. I'll send it to you. Pineapple, yeah. I think, is a sign of like welcome, welcoming. I may be wrong, but um, I think that's the oh. whole goal of uh, the pineapple. It's significant. It's significant. And there's tons of research on on the pineapple challenge, Larry, and um, and you know, hosting ed camps where everyone yeah. selects the topic that they're. We have done that for the last few years, and it has. We've received really. Uh, wonderful feedback on that uh, approach to professional development. I, I think it's really good. Are the teachers sharing a lot amongst themselves these days? You know, they it depends on the group, uh, but yes, for the most part. Uh, we need to take that competitive nature out of teaching and, and make sure that as leaders we're sending the message of unity and support. And I think when you do that as a cultural shift, then people tend to be more open to share with each other. You know, when APPR first came about, uh, the competition was, was really intense uh, between teachers. Who got this score and who got this? And, and that, that's not healthy um, when it comes to education. Yes. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I'm a little bit lost. You, said, you just said teachers are, are, are competing. And then you said APPR. I'm not sure what that is. Okay. I, I think so I heard I you said, right. Yeah, yeah, I said when Tell the annual there. professional performance review part ah, of it. Okay. Teacher, I, yes. I didn't know the acronym. Sorry. Okay, uh, that's the acronym. Come on, yeah, Larry. You yeah. know that. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Good. Uh, now maybe I learned I, another acronym. That's 3,457,000 and one. Go ahead. <laughs> another educational acronym. Sorry. The APPR. Okay. APPR. APPR. So, All right. Yeah. Talk about that. That's really interesting. Yeah, what well, you said. In my experience, when the annual professional performance review uh, <laughs> you know, came, came to town <laughs> with Common Core and all of the other, you know, um, mandates and unfunded mandates, um, our teachers became competitive. Wow. Uh, so I, I well, found was there was public? less. Did they, see, did they see the other person's score? You know, you don't have to see a score to see the the facial expressions and the body oh, God, language okay. based yep. on you know score. Got it. Um, Got so that it. wasn't good. So we had to remove that. We had to send the message of you know we talk about whole child. I saw your blurb um, on on the website, but what about yeah. the whole teacher? What about the whole teacher and what they do good at point. night uh, on the good weekends? Point. In the, yeah, good so. point. Wow. You know. That, that's actually you, – you, you talk about yeah, – I'm going to talk about your books in a minute, but you talk about writing the next book. I don't know what it's about. We'll find out in a second. The whole teacher is a concept that isn't really – that's insight, in, intuitive, Lori. That's Maybe that'll you be my really next book. Maybe that'll be my you should write. Book. You should write that down. I'm serious because everybody talks about whole child. But mm. the challenge right now – I have to say this, you know – we're going to do everything we can for the kids, but the big challenge out there for school districts is is, is retaining teachers. There yes, aren't enough is. new teachers, and certainly not enough quality teachers coming down the pipeline. That's for sure. I'll tell you I horror stories like, about that. Okay, a yeah, whole teacher, yeah. the whole teacher idea of management. Okay, maybe I'll steal this and write it for you. Okay, let's do okay. it together. So we should. Okay, All I'm right. telling you, that's right. something. That's that that's that's an impressive term, and I've never heard that before. And all the stuff I talk about here, there was talking yeah, whole teacher, whole child. I, th- but the, I the think I just made it up. The teachers, yeah, <laughs> you did good. Thank that's, you. I, I like it. I I I I think 
What we really need to focus on, Larry, is partnering with the universities um, oh, to reestablish the teacher more. programs. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. I got, I could, do you want me to go one for the next 16 years? Okay, about all this? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I'll, I'll give you my one big problem right now with the schools of education, and that is that uh, every single superintendent in the country tells me the number one priority for, for the kids okay, is social-emotional learning in this post-pandemic world. And to, to incorporate or to teach uh, social-emotional learning, they're asking the teachers to do it. Throw another thing onto the teachers, and no one, no one has trained them to do this. Okay, there is, as far as I know, there's not a single course in teaching social emotional learning, even at one place, let alone everywhere. And yet this is the top priority. The the, the schools of education have to have to get moving on this. Okay, they got to become dynamic. They got to become the labs to make this work, just like I hate to say it, the usual in a medical school. Okay, they got to be the cutting edge. You make a great point, a great point when you, A, when you, uh, related to medical school, I, I just wrote a note here. I think our teacher um, student teaching should be internships for a year or two um, so that our new teacher candidates can really get the, the deep understanding of what, what teaching is all about. That's part one. Part two, when you mentioned SEL, I couldn't agree with you more because SEL isn't a program. It's, it's who we are. And what we do every day, and that That's should right. That's completely right. be embedded in the the model exactly. for teaching exactly. and learning. It has to be embedded, and it has to be embedded. Okay, when when teach, it should be embedded from what they do and what a student does in school, K twelve. But when they go to college and become a teacher, it needs to be embedded there. Okay, so that. Like you were saying before, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and if you embed it in there, they're going to take it and embed it when they go into to to, 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 to teach in K twelve. Well, that's right. We have to model it in the um, oh, God. yeah it's in the programs. So so what is SEL? Wacky. This is SEL, Larry. In my opinion, a child draws a picture. So the teacher says, "What is it?" That that breaks the child down. Child draws a picture. Teacher says, I love your picture. Tell me more yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. Tell me more about it. That's SEL because it's that different. builds the child up. So it's the way that we speak to children. It's the words that we use. It's the way we respond. It's non-reactive. That's SEL. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I want to just switch the subject for a second. Talk about your books. Sell, sell some books. And what are you thinking of for the next one? Now that you've got whole teacher. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. You're an HR director at a school district. And that whole teacher phrasing is, you'll be be rich. I'll I'll start working on it. Uh, Now you've inspired me, Larry. I'm serious. You are the HR superintendent. You're in charge of that. Okay? And there's a way that we look at the kids. We have to look at the teachers the same way. They're people, too, just in case you didn't know. I know you do. Right, okay. right, right. No, I love it. I'm glad that you love it, too, because then when it's finished, I maybe I can come back on and we can just came out of your incredible brain, and it's just, you. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, but I'm serious. It's, it's, Thank you. It's, it's, I've never yeah. heard it mentioned before. It's a great idea. I'm going to 
I'll, I'm going to get on that because I, I do think it's important. And 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 it yeah, is important. You know, we need to nurture nurture the whole the whole the whole the whole teacher, the whole teacher teaching assistant, the whole teacher aide, the whole food service worker, clerical, security guard, transportation bus drivers. We need to nurture the whole the whole community school community. Absolutely. By the way, I meant to say something. I forgot. I'm going to tell you. Today's the 15th. On, on Monday, the 12th, I think it was the 12th, okay, I did a podcast uh, with the people from Nebraska, okay, high-end educators mm-hmm. from Nebraska. And just so you know, you talked about getting kids involved early, uh, student teachers and all that sort of thing. They are mm-hmm. now, in, in many school districts in Nebraska, they're paying their student teachers. Uh, we are too. We we use them. Oh, good. Um, if they're interested in substitute teaching, we can um, use them as subs no, if they're on they're track. Not in, they're not interested in substitute teaching. That's good. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. they are paid to wow. student teach. Wow. That's okay. Period. End of discussion. Concept. No. No caveats or anything like that. I mean, they may have to mm. cover an extra class at some point, but you know, they're paid, and they're mm. paid up to nine thousand bucks to do their student teaching. To do student teaching. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and and like the gentleman who's, who I was talking to, Dr. Snows, okay, he he said, you know, we've got to create an incentive for people to get into education. School. They're right. They're right. You know, and we've yeah. got to and we've got to. You you said it before. Nothing's going to be the same. Everything's changing. No. No, we have to look at different ways to entice people into the field. Because I'll tell you something, Laura. I was talking to a superintendent down south, an assistant superintendent, excuse me, in charge of human resources at a large district down south. That's all mm-hmm. I'll say. And he, okay. in the deep south. And he said he hired 40 new teachers at a job fair. Okay? And I said, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. And he said, not so fast. Not a single one of them was certified. Mm-hmm. Not one. Okay. Now these mm-hmm. are. Let's give them a little credit. These are people who want to try teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they're not certified as teachers. Okay. And he said, probably eighty percent or so will leave after the first year. Yeah. So the the school district will put all this money into training, yeah. all this money into recruiting. Okay, and they'll be in the same boat next year. But that's okay. The and meanwhile, the kids component. have lost because they don't have a good teacher. They have people well, maybe with a good heart, but they right. don't have they don't have yeah. the pedagogy behind them. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I have to think on that one, Larry. Yeah, it's you scary. Know? That's a scary one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but that's a that's forty new teachers, and not one was certified. No, no, not good. But but if we implement the the internships for, you know, a longer period of time during the college years. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. That would be safer, probably, you know. But can I can I add a, a chapter to my new book, The Whole Teacher, called The Whole Board of Education? Yes, because I, I, I think it's important for people to know that boards of education are volunteers um, who put their, their blood, sweat, and tears into mm-hmm. – um, you know, helping the, the system run seamlessly and effectively and efficiently for for kids, yeah. So you're correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those people, so, okay, they put in a lot of time, et cetera, et cetera and um, we got to thank them. We have to thank, thank them, and we have to and be Eliza, mindful that yeah. the decisions they they're making are, you know, based on their their training and their experiences. So um, 
think that's an important, you know, piece to that uh, that puzzle too. Yeah, it is. It is. Laura, it's great to talk to you. But what what do you, you got a new book? Is is okay. your new book? Are you are you writing a new book now? I'm always writing. Are you, so I have, are you in process? What what's in your I book am. besides old feature? Yeah. What do you I writing? Am. So I have actually I can inspiration, empowerment, and leadership on the shelves at Amazon.com. I Yay. have Rosie and the Power of Positivity team um, on the shelves at Amazon. Those have been very, very successful, and I'm very grateful. Um, and the next one is called um, Rosie Meets the Green-Eyed Monster. It's a children's book, Understanding Jealousy. Um, yeah, jealousy jealousy that, like SEL jealousy, right? Jealousy like SEL jealousy. That's right, Larry. So wow. um Really excited about that. And apparently, I'm going to have another book coming out called The Whole Teacher. So. You, you, you say, I'm, I'm serious. I'm expecting that. Okay. I, 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 I'm I serious. accept the challenge. Okay, do it. And, and, and I don't want to hear from about it, okay? Call me any time. Okay. Uh, why okay. don't you write for us? Seriously, write something for us. Or that I will. I think maybe, maybe we should start with an article about The Whole Teacher, Larry, and then see how that, uh, how that goes, okay? Why don't you do it? I love it. I will. Okay? Okay, yes, good. I'm, I'll be in touch. Okay, Lori Kerner, oh. you're the best. Happy holidays, my dear. Always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. You too. Thanks, pal. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Assistant Superintendent Dr. Lori Kerner, who I think is great. Okay, that's K-O-E-R-N-E-R. If you want to look up her books on Amazon, Lori, L-O-R-I, Kerner, K-O-E-R. N-E-R. Okay, we're going to archive the well, I got it right here on the website. You're looking at that while, I'm, while you're listening. Okay, I'm going to archive the show over at a-ed.org and go over there and see all the great stuff we do. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. Thank you for listening. <laughs>